three, two, one. And welcome to The Peaceful Truth, the podcast where we're talking about everything from women empowerment, feminism, and everything in between. You are joined by your host, Kenzie Meekbeck. It is yet another week that I'm recording during quarantine. You may be watching one day when, or listening, one day when we're outside of this quarantine talk. But for me, um, it is like a month or a month and a half into COVID uh, quarantine times. So I am recording from my sister's house still, staying here during the quarantine to keep myself sane and to be around people all the time um, because I'm an extrovert. I need to have some sort of humor, human interaction in my life at all times. But last week we talked about how to kind of remain positive and some serious ways to um, look at the quarantine, maybe in a more positive light. I know like this situation is very serious and sad and hard, but I think that it's important to try to make the best out of things. So that's what we talked about a little bit last week. But this week I wanted to just talk about something I think you could watch and it would be something inspiring and fun to watch during these times. So we have so much time for Netflix lately and for movie watching and just hobbies in general and to be more chill. So I thought I could provide a good movie recommendation and that is Little Women. It came out in 2019 and I just wanted to talk about the film because it's very much empowering and very much a great story to watch as a young adult female and it's great. So it's also a woman-made film. So it's a coming-of-age adventure and is directed by the one and only Greta Gerwig. And I feel like a lot of of coming-of-age adventures are like young men. So it's nice to have a story about young women or little women. (laughs) Um, So it's an adaption of the 1868 novel by Louisa May Alcott. And this film stars... um, Sorcy, Sayorsi, gosh, I wish I had listened to a video on how to pronounce her name. Ronan, who is an amazing actress. Um, Emma Watson, also a wonderful and well-known feminist. Uh, Florence Pugh, uh, I'm going to butcher all these names. Eliza Scallon, Laura Dern, Meryl Streep, and more. So uh, first of all, Laura Dern and Meryl Streep, what more could you ask for? A fabulous cast of women. All of those women are. And it had six nominations at the Academy Awards as well. I think it should have won a lot more. Uh, I'm pretty biased, though. But it's a great, great film, and I was completely enamored by it. So it is about Joe March is the main protagonist. And she is a writer and teacher in New York City. And she's played by Sorcy Ronan, and she's the protagonist. It is the story about her and her sisters and their relationship together, which... Uh, is another element of it that I found very endearing and nice to watch because I'm very close with my older sister. And the movie flashes in between their early adulthood and their childhood, and it gives context as to how they are feeling and why the story between the different characters plays out the way it does by showing these different flashbacks. It's a really interesting way to tell the story, and I don't know if I explained that really well, but the way they tell it is really intriguing, and it's the story develops by flashing back and forth from the past to the present day for the film. 
but yeah, Joe March is an empowering character who's not interested in marrying rich, like uh, women have used to have to think about back in the day. She was more interested in making a name and a career for herself as a writer and also a teacher. And even though her childhood wealthy best friend fell in love with her and it wasn't like an arranged marriage or something that would have been super stuffy, uh, even for back in the day, uh, he proposed to her and she even turns him down and just goes to New York. However, she lately later feels lonely and wonders if she turned him down too quickly. So that's another bigger part of the story of her dealing with her loneliness as well as her drive to be an empowered woman and to fend for herself, uh, which is something that I can honestly relate to. Beyond that, the story goes on to tell her sister's life stories. So it all also highlights them, which are all empowering in their own way and valuable in their own way, which I thought was a really cool way to highlight everything. So one of the middle sisters actually ends up marrying the guy who originally proposed to Joe, their neighbor and childhood friend. And they go to Paris, or she goes to Paris, the middle sister, in order of to try to pursue an art career. But she's also being realistic during that time and considers marrying for security and also keeps that option of marrying for uh, the purpose of the times and the actual economic factors of the time in mind while also trying to pursue her dreams at the same time. So it's a little bit of a more realistic look at things in my like back in the day. So it's interesting to juxtaposition Joe, who's so progressive and just like going for like the ultimate of women empowerment. And then her middle sister seems to be like, well, I'd love to pursue those things. But then there's also the reality of the times. But instead of marrying the other guy she was pursuing for more of a security standpoint, she ends up actually marrying the neighbor who she was in love with the whole time. He was in love with Joe. So there's some tension there. But the elder sister, who's one of the other sisters, marries a man due to true love and not just wealth, which I think that has a lot of value in that perspective of wanting that in your life is also very valuable and valid of a dream. While the youngest sister is sickly throughout the story, but she lives a completely honorable life dedicated to music and empowering and caring for others. In fact, she becomes sick and becomes sickly because she was so selfless in caring for others and she was less of making a name for herself and more truly the connection between other people, which I find that life to be beyond valuable and empowering as well. And so it's really cool to see all these different perspectives of these four sisters and the different paths they choose and the different lives they choose, but all of it empowering, all of it valid, all of it told in a really beautiful way that empowers women. So it is also beautifully shot, well-written, fun to watch, and perfect acting skills. Um, it was great. I mean, Laura Dern and Meryl Streep, how they relate to the movie is Laura Dern, I believe, is the four girls' mother. And so she's a very prominent role. And Meryl Streep is their wealthy auntie who actually takes the middle sister to Paris to try to pursue that love. Um, both uh, for Marion Rich is what the auntie thinks or Meryl Streep 
thinks, but in the back of that middle sister's mind, she's also going there for her art. So I also wanted to read out one of my favorite exchanges in the movie. And it's a monologue or an interaction with Joe, the main character, and her mother, where she is feeling this internal conflict of feeling lonely and desiring partnership, but also juxtapositioning that with pursuing her passions and how difficult sometimes like dedicating your life to your passions can be while also that is a lonely life at times. Um, It doesn't always have to be. Sometimes you can have it all, but she's just talking about that juxtaposition and she's talking with her mother played by Laura Dern. So her mother says, what is it? And then Joe March says, perhaps, perhaps I was too quick in turning him down. Him being the neighbor who proposed to her and her mother goes do you love him and joe says well if he asked me again i think i would say yes do you think he'll ask me and her mother goes but do you love him and joe march starts to tear up and says i know that i care more to be loved i want to be loved so she's really feeling that loneliness and her mother goes that's not the same as loving then Joe, in these tears, kind of caves into this emotion and goes on this eloquent rant of balancing loneliness as well as pursuing her passion at the time. And she says, women, they have minds and they have souls as well as just hearts. And they've got ambition and they've got talent as well as just beauty. And I'm so sick of people saying that love is just all a woman is fit for. I'm so sick of it but I am so lonely. And I just relate to that because I feel like I've also kind of lived a life where I've had, I've wanted to pursue my passions. And sometimes that's come in the way of putting a certain relationships uh, ahead of that. And it is hard sometimes, but I think there is a way to find a balance of both of those things. But anyways, I relate to all of it on a deep level, and I thought it was beautifully shot. And a woman-made film about women and a coming-of-age adventure that's an uplifting and cool story to watch, I think is a great thing to watch during this quarantine. Uh, I always like to wrap up the podcast with something that I'm looking forward to this during this next week. And it's not this next week. It's more just in general. I'm looking forward to summer as well as my nephew being born. Um, my sister is eight months pregnant and a badass mom who's balancing two jobs while being eight months pregnant. But I'm super excited for my nephew to come along. Uh, that is what I'm looking forward to most. I hope you reflect on things you're looking forward to or positive things that you can reflect on and embrace out of these times but i will see you guys soon and for the next episode bye